Good afternoon, everyone. It is Sunday night, 7 o'clock. Welcome to the Tech Educator Podcast, the podcast that teaches you how to use the best technology in your classrooms. My name is Jeff Bradbury, and I'm one of the hosts of the Tech Educator Podcast, where you can find us here live every single Sunday night, 7 o'clock. Follow us at Tech Ed Show, and of course, tonight, as always, we're going to be using the hashtag Tech Educator. Want to introduce our two co-hosts for the night from live from Texas, Mr. John Samuelson. John, how are you today? I'm all right. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm doing well. How are things out in Texas? It is, you know, we actually got some rain down in Texas. I'm bringing rain wherever I go lately on these Sunday podcasts. It's crazy. <laughs> very, very nice. And uh, how is everything out in Arizona? Uh, Arizona, you know, it was it was better than I could have even imagined. It was really a lot of fun, uh, a week long um, intensive kind of workshop, getting to know some like about twenty five uh, K through three teachers. It was it was really a lot of fun. They were they were a great group of people. It's good to see you back. It's good to see everybody is uh, from your family is home and safe. And uh, looking forward to a good show today. Thanks. Also want to introduce our other co-host from the sunny California, Mr. Sam Patterson. Sam, how are you today? I'm good, although it's a little hot here today, but I'm excited that I don't have to run off to Vegas after the show for the first time in a month. Woohoo! Oh, wow. Well, how was everything out in Vegas? I, you, you were tweeting like a storm, your kids were broadcasting, your kids were blogging. Talk to us a little bit about what you were doing out there and uh, how did it wrap up? Uh, it was a summer program for the Alexander Dawson School, and it was called Dawson College Bound Summer Summit. So it's the 6th through 8th grade uh, support group for uh, high-performing middle schoolers who are at risk of not going to college. It was amazing because I got to do something very few English teachers get to do. I got to teach just a writing class. So we spent all of our time in kid blog blogging, and the kids were writing about all of the amazing stuff they were doing. And we started off completely closed down, and by the end of it, they were getting responses from people in Australia, New Zealand, and Thailand. So it was uh, overall a really amazing experience, and I was really excited because a lot of the kids said, wow, I had no idea writing could be like this. So thanks, Kid Block. Nice. And so now that you're back from uh, your summer adventures, what's going to be going on in the next few weeks in the land of uh, Petui and in the land of Puppets? Well, in the land of Petui and Puppets, we're, uh, we just recorded a podcast that we're going to be pushing out sometime this week for supporting the rise of the Edu Puppets. And um, we are getting ready for the Q Rockstar Teacher Camp that we're going to be going to here at the end of the month on the USS Hornet. So I have to get the puppets all ship shape, as it were. Nice. <laughs> And uh, it's certainly good to hear uh, everything is going off really, really well. Um, there's, of course, a lot of neat things that are happening here in TeacherCast land. Um, I'm actually going to be getting ready on Tuesday to fly out to Arizona, where I, I understand John uh, kept the lights on for me. And I'm going to be speaking and doing my first keynote at the Authentic Learning Conference. And I'm really, really excited about that out there. We're going to do a workshop on um, how to do podcasts, how to do broadcasting, how to do iMovie trailers, how to do blogging. Really, really neat hands-on workshop that I'm going to be doing out there. The best part about it is it's also a live conference. So if you can't make it out to Arizona, you can certainly participate by 
video, and they're actually giving that to you for free. So if you're interested in uh, checking out our speech on uh, Wednesday and Thursday, um, please let me know. You can find me here at TeacherCast. There's a lot of great stuff going on, and I'll be back from that on Sunday just in time for next week's show, I hope. We'll see what happens uh, if the gods of Delta are doing well that day. And then I'm actually flying out again on Tuesday of the following week to Indiana to uh, see my good friend, Mr. Brett Clark. And I'm uh, going to be broadcasting and doing some presentations out there at his conference. And so busy, busy two days here for TeacherCast and uh, coming up here. But I want to showcase a couple things. Of course, people always say, how can we get a hold of you guys and where can we go with this? And let me see if I can pull up my screen right here. There's our screen. Um, we just got done with ISTE, and we did, we talked about this last week at ISTE, and I did an amazingly amount of uh, ISTE interviews, and we just got finished po posting over 55, I think it is, interviews. So if you go to teachercast.net slash YouTube. Um, it takes you right to our YouTube channel. I would love it if you could subscribe. We've got a lot of subscribers. And uh, right here we have recent uploads with people like Lego Education, these great people from Clever Kids, Tab Pilot. Um, I have a lot of school districts that are looking to get rid of their e-waste. So there's a great interview here with a place called Funding Factory. And uh, one of the places that I really enjoyed speaking to was called MediaCore, which is kind of like a YouTube, but it's a free place where your students uh oh let me see if I can get rid of here because I see what's on the screen here where your students uh oh let me see if I can get rid of here see what's on the screen hmm not working as well as it could be um but anyway we will get off of that screen there um so sorry about that little visual thing there but uh MediaCore if you go to teachercast.net slash MediaCore you'll see we have some great videos there from ISTE and again about 55 interviews or so lots of good stuff uh John are you still trying to come down from the whole ISTE gig I am I, I'm still I'm glad that you put up my interview and we got a chance to get a little interview going there too because i thought it was really well done I, I liked it i thought i thought wow you did some magic editing there because i am normally not even close to that smart so well i thought you made me look good which well, is hard well thank you for, for for mentioning the editing what one of the things that uh i i still have yet to put up two more interviews i did a great interview with uh, lisa dabs and edutopia which i'm actually in the middle of putting up here Okie dokie. Thank you, Sam. And <laughs> um, and uh, so that's going up. And also I did a great interview with a good friend of ours, Toby Price. And uh, if you're going to watch that one, I will certainly put the warning up. It's not one of my best journalistic moments because Toby does his best to completely catch me off guard and completely make me crack up during the thing. So um, <laughs> it, it's a, as I said to Sam earlier, it, it's a great one to watch, but not one that I would put on the interview role. You know, if you know what I'm saying there. So <laughs> lot, lots of good stuff there. And it's really nice to see that, you know, it's July 14th. We're still kicking. Um, you know, I had an administrator mm -hmm. one day basically tell me that in the summertime, July is like a great big, huge Saturday. And August is like a great big, huge Sunday. And that kind of brings us into two announcements that we want to make. And, John, do you have your sound effects ready? Oh, I do. Okay. This is – and this is an amazing feat for, for four people that are on opposite sides of the country, literally. But this is our 20th anniversary podcast right now. 
I, uh, you know, we started this thing, I guess, what was it, tw- I guess that makes sense, 20 weeks ago. And uh, here we are, episode 20. Where can we find more information? Well, of course, you can go to techeducatorpodcast.com. And uh, if I can get this thing working over here, I will bring up the screen. But uh, techeducatorpodcast.com, you can watch us live there. You can subscribe to our blog. You can uh, check out all the audio. And most importantly, you can go to techeducatorpodcast.com slash iTunes, where I think last time I checked, we're up to 50 subscribers or something like that on iTunes. Um, We don't have anybody yet that uh, loves us enough to go out and actually write a review. So if you're over there at techeducatorpodcast.com slash iTunes, which of course takes you to our iTunes link, we would love it if you would leave us a good review, leave us a good rating. That is how iTunes works. It uh, doesn't necessarily work on subscribers, but it works off of user activity. So if you care about us, if you love about us, or if you just want to hear more from John, please check us out (laughs) over at Tech Educator Podcast and Tech Educator Podcast. Dot, uh, techeducatorpodcast.com slash iTunes. So, now <laughs> that the introductions are out of the way, I do want to say hello to everybody who's out there. We love our interactive listening audience. Of course, they're following the hashtag techeducator, and they're checking us out on Twitter at techedshow. And uh, is it Janine or is it Jean Reed is out there? And I want to say hello to her. She's tweeting us right now using the hashtag And uh, we certainly love this show to be interactive. So today we're talking all about tech tools for the summertime, things we might have been talking about at conferences, things that we might have been, you know, hearing at ISTE, or maybe things that we uh, heard recently over our Twitter conversations. John, I want to start with you. What are some of the things that you're... John, you're on camera right now. What are are some of the things that that you've learned about so far this summer that's been uh, piquing your interest? Um, You know, I want to say that... um one of my friends, uh, Allison Anderson, wrote a great blog post for Getting Smart where she talked about 10 things that you can learn, uh, tech, 10 tech tools you should try over the summer. And I thought it was really good. And it seems like it's gotten uh, a lot of play on Twitter as it's gotten shared about 970 times the last time I checked. So um, wow. I was going to – you want me to go ahead and demo because I was going to show you one of the first ones from there if you want me to show it or I can wait. Uh, let's, let's, like. let's go, man. You're okay, on. so all right, so here I go. Let me go and share my screen here. And oops, this Sam drops out. Hey, that was a good. That was good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Okay, so I'm going to show you the number one thing on Allison's list, which is Live Slide. And Live Slide right now is in a sign up mode, so that you can go ahead and you can sign up for the different things. And I'm going to just go ahead and stop it um, at different times during the video. But what it is is you'll sign up for the wait list and what its uh, motto is, is capture every teachable moment. So it's showing you right now on an iPad and then the students will come in on an iPad mini and the teacher can use their iPad or their device as kind of a tool to interact with the students. Now the thing is that even though it's showing iPads right now, it's device agnostic, which means that you can use it for any type of device whatsoever. You can use it off of a computer. You could teacher can choose um, photos to share, and then they can go ahead and annotate over it in real time. And whatever device the student has, that's what will go ahead and show up on there. And they can go ahead and there's polling that they can do so that the teacher can get kind of a good temperature gauge. And I guess the best way to describe it is, and I think it doesn't do it justice, is it's kind of like a Nearpod type item, except for the fact that it allows you to pop in extra slides 
just on the spur of the moment, which you can't even come close to doing in Nearpod. And you can also give the student control right there. And so now the student can go ahead and annotate over the problem that the teachers provided. And it just looks really cool. And the wait list is up right now. And I saw a bunch of people like um, Meg Wilson and some other people um, have signed up for it. And uh, so if you go down their website, it just has some different things that are there for you. And you can import your, uh, make your presentations, make your decks. And um, there's the polling so you can check the pulse of your classroom. And it also has a little instant replay feature so that if you wanna go back to a slide, it will actually replay back for the student in the deck so that they can go ahead and study from it. It looks really good. Um, so if you go to atlaslearning.net and you go ahead and I'll hit the link one more time. All you have to do is pop in and join the wait list right here. It takes a, uh, about a minute probably, and you can go ahead. And right now it's a free tool and they're gonna go ahead and share all those different things. And there I am. And so that's my first one. And that's from Allison's blog post on getting smart and it's called Live Slide. That is a neat one. I haven't seen that one actually. I, I guess I wasn't one of the 900 some people that tweeted it. <laughs> yeah, you, I guess it's got about, uh, I looked last checked, it has about 1,700 people on the wait list right now. Wow. So you can still get it up up until July 31st. You can sign up for the wait list. So pass it along to your teacher friends. Get on the ball now while you still have some time. You've got a few weeks left. Nice. Sam, how are you doing over there? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, do you want me to go or are you okay? Yeah. Yeah, we're good to go. All right, Sam, well, show us what, you, uh, what you're using these days. Well, um, one of the things that I've been working with uh, this summer so far is been trying to get kind of on top of the whole digital storytelling thing because I'm going to be working a lot with um, K-5 teachers, and I've been hearing a lot about the power of digital storytelling. So I've been kind of going through different apps for digital storytelling, and this one is called 30 Hands. And one of the things that I really like about the way that it works is it allows you to basically storyboard everything ahead of time. So you can, you know, reorder the pictures, change the order that the slides are going in, allowing the students to build the storyboard of what they're doing. And then when they're happy with that, they can go ahead and record over it. Um, and the, the setup's just really simple. You can see that on the... Um, actual work here you know you've got a play button you've got a stop button you've got a record button and that's that's pretty much it and when you're recording any slide to the next slide it automatically stops the recording and you hit start again when you're ready to go on the next slide so you know one of my goals for this summer has really been to learn more about digital storytelling so what i've been doing is just trying to figure out different excuses to you know need to make a short slide share video. This one that I'm paging through here and messing up the order on was one where I did an audit of my paperless classroom and just kind of took a picture and annotated it and, uh, you know, just kind of looked around and said, where is the paper in this classroom? So as far as being a really simple tool to use that I think is going to be really just intuitive for the students because it works just like everything else on this uh, tablet works. It's really great. And when you get to the end, you have two choices for exporting. You can either upload it uh, to the 30 Hands website, or you can send it to your camera roll. 
And as you guys know, once it hits the camera roll, you can get almost anywhere with it. Nice. Yeah, so that's 30 hands, and I've got the app in the, or the, uh, the link there in the show notes. Nice. It looks like we have a bunch of people watching, so if you're out there, welcome, first of all. And uh, secondly, we are using the hashtag TechEducator. And, of course, on Twitter, we are TechEdShow. I know some people were saying, why is the chat disabled? Well, there's a lot of stuff that sometimes happens on those chat boxes. And uh, we would love it if you guys, are, of course, are watching us on TeacherCast.tv. And, uh, you know, of course, interact with us that way through Twitter instead of using the chat boxes. It's a little bit more communal if you stick with Twitter here. So use the hashtag TechEducator. I want to showcase a few things. I'm sure that you guys got the memo that this week Apple was celebrating their five-year anniversary on the App Store. And uh, did you guys happen to download any of the free apps that they were offering? You know what? I didn't just because I was on hotel Wi-Fi. And so um, Mm. it was was a little bit wonky for us. So I didn't get a chance. I saw a lot of the articles, but I just didn't get the chance to go over to Starbucks and download. Well, I want to showcase one of the apps that I found. Actually, I want to showcase a few today. But one of the ones that I'm looking at here is called Barefoot Atlas. And it's a map program that is really amazing, not only for social studies teachers, but really... You know, any high school, middle school, elementary school. So it shows you this world atlas. And, of course, if I had my sound on, you'd hear a whole bunch of stuff. But let me get past this. Now, you can see that there's a world. And you can spin the world. And then you can find a spot in the world. I'm going to take here, oh, California. And just by pinching it, it goes into a 3D model. And then it shows you a whole bunch of icons that uh, some of them are movable. And some of them are just kind of pictures, but let's see here. We have the Golden Gate Bridge, which if I tap on that, it takes me to the Golden Gate Bridge. And it gives me a definition of what the Golden Gate Bridge is. And if I click up here on the audio, it'll actually read it to me. I can click on the picture icon and it shows me a real picture of the Golden Gate Bridge, at least as it looked in 2009. And if I wanted to, I can star that and I can save that as uh, something of, you know, one of my favorites. And it's just this really, really neat app that I found. Let's uh, go in here to, say, the Statue of Liberty. And so it says the Statue of Liberty was is in New York Harbor. I can click on a picture, and there's what the Statue of Liberty looked like in 2011. I hope it's also the same way it looked in 2008. And uh, if I go up here to Canada, of course Canada's have Canadians have hockey, so we can do a picture of the the two hockey teams so it's a really really neat app i don't know how much it is normally but at least this week it's still free under apple's uh five-year anniversary app so uh take a look at that again it's called barefoot atlas and uh currently it is free um yeah and you know what it it used to it was 4.99 originally so that's a good buy for um to get it for free free five dollar app mm-hmm Sam, uh, let's let's go backwards. What do you have, Sam? Gonna well, kill. I you know I downloaded Star Wars Angry Birds for free this week. Was <laughs> that like a, a five year deal? Because I was just I didn't even pay attention to why. I was just like, oh wow, that's cool. Oh, um, oh, oh, do you know why it's free this year, this week? No, why is it free this week? Because on Monday they're actually going to be coming out with the Angry Birds Star Wars based on the prequels. 
So you're gonna have. I don't know what to say about that. So you, yeah, you, so you're gonna have the young Anakin Skywalker, uh, Angry Bird, flying around. So that that that's why they did that free this week is because they're trying to push it for uh, now that you've got the first one, come by the second one. Oh, that's great! I, my life just became so much. Beautiful. <laughs> um. So one of the the other one of the other ones I wanted to talk about was uh, another app that I've been working on learning this summer which is uh, Paper 53, which honestly I've had for a long time. Um, but I th- – thank you, Kat. You're not in the podcast. Sorry. Actually, actually, it is now. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, Paper 53 is an app that I downloaded quite some time ago and then just this last month started trying to figure out, okay – I need to be building blog posts every day for the kids I'm working with. How, and I've told them that every blog post needs to have some kind of an image in it because it makes it more interesting. And this app allows me to build images that are relevant uh, quickly. And I don't have to go searching, you know, sometimes I can't find what I need that's got an open license on Google Image Search or on the uh, Creative Commons Search. And the way that this app works is you have these notebooks and I can show you some of their and, and theoretically if I could actually draw I'd be able to draw things like this um, but you know you have notebooks and each notebook houses you know whatever you want to put there the I, I used it to build most of my slide deck or at least the interesting slides off my slide deck for my ISTE presentation this year. This was one of the uh, the best slides that I did. And it's got, you know, a standard assortment of tools here. It's got a uh, fountain pen, a pencil, a marker, a pen, and a watercolor brush. And most of the heavy strokes here were made with the uh, fountain pen one. And while I don't really consider myself a talented artist, and I actually have a lot of issues with my own handwriting, it does make it really easy to make some fairly distinctive and readable slides and these I can then export really simply from the uh, main menu here and I can dump them out to Tumblr, Facebook, Twitter or of course the ever accessible camera roll. You can even email it out to someone if let's say you need to send something to someone from 1992 you could use email. So you know, Paper 53, while I don't think I've really been comfortable with drawing on my iPad, one of the things I've tried to do this summer is figure out some of the things I'm not necessarily comfortable with. So using a, a halfway decent stylus and a decent drawing program makes it possible for me to at least be working in a way which doesn't make my drawing any worse than it would be otherwise. That's a nice one. I, I started to actually take your advice there. Sam and I started using that one as just uh, a way to jot down some ideas for you know presentations or outlines or things, and uh, it's a really really neat app. I think I read some article that they just got a uh, ten million dollar venture capital seed or something like that for uh, some ridiculous number up there. So lots of good stuff coming wow. out from that. Yeah, maybe it wasn't ten. Maybe, I don't know, but lots may, of money. maybe then they'll get an undo button. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Uh, John, what do you have for us? All right. Well, so in the spirit of Adam Bellow, I'll go ahead and share my screen. 
I was going to talk about, since he did such a fantastic keynote, I was going to talk about his website, which is EduClipper. And I have it up now over here. And you can see all the different things that educators can share on EduClipper. It's um, got tons of things in each one of them. You know, it looks very Pinteresty, but um, in all fairness, Adam's been doing this for a while now with uh, EduClipper and he's been using it. But um, if you go over and I'll just hit my stuff and I only have 31 edge clips right now, but on my clipboards, if you see, I can go ahead and it's a good way for teachers to organize their ideas for different things. And so here I'll clip on my, click on my awesome ideas from ISTE board. And so when I sat through Adam's, uh, some of Adam's uh, and Steve Dembo's uh, session, these are just some of the things that I thought were really cool. Like I talked about Erasma and they talked about infused learning and some different things. So I, the really cool thing about this is if you hit the share square, you can go ahead and you can share um, just that little site on Edmodo, Google+, Pinterest. You can email it. Um, I don't think the embed is working quite yet, but uh, Adam said it should be working by the end of the month. Tumblr, Facebook, and Twitter, of course. And then you can go ahead and like, and you can edit some different things. But um, I think it's a really useful thing just for um, – we were talking with the teachers in Arizona this week, and we were talking about just organizing their thoughts. And so one of the other things that I am going to try and do if we ever get a new Techlandia going is uh, we're going to go ahead and – so I put all the different links. Usually put them on the Learnist board, but we also put them on EduClipper this time. So there's just some different ways um, – and there's Adam's keynote right there – different ways to just share ideas and the thing that makes EduClipper that's going to make EduClipper different for teachers is that you can go ahead and share the boards or the students can create boards too so let's say I was talking I was just trying to um, share out to somebody um, the app that Sam was talking about because I saw they they added they uh, missed the hand part of it so here's the app called 30 hands my Twitter just failed on me but so let's say I want to go ahead and share the 30 hands app. All I'm going to do is I'm going to go up and I'm going to copy the link, which I've highlighted right here. I'm going to go over to edge clipper. I'm going to hit this little board and I can go ahead and I can uh, select from a file from my computer. I can select from the internet or even from Google drive. So for this one, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and paste that link in and then watch what happens as now it will pop in here and it just kind of like a Pinterest pin, it will go ahead and give you some things to clip. Hopefully my computer, of course I was trying this before on Twitter and there it is. So now you would go ahead and you could title it. So I will title it 30 hands app. And then you could put in, this is the link that the amazing Sam Patterson shared. I don't know if you're, I'm getting muted because of that. And so you can even add tags right here, but then right down here, you just add it to your clipboard. So I'll add it to my awesome ideas from ISTE board right now. And then you clip it and then watch this. It'll be, it's really cool. Cause I like how a visual it is. So then it will go through. Is it going to come through? Is it going to do it for me? All right here. I'm going to refresh it one more time then just so it goes through. Come on edge clipper. I think my internet and so there it is and so it kind of goes in like a Pinterest feed then and so like I said you can go ahead and share it you can like it people can comment on it I think it's I love edge clipper it's really cool and Adam's working I know big time on trying to get all the features upgraded and um, if you just ask him uh, in a Twitter direct message he answers your every question he's he's an amazing 
uh, educator and I really like Educlipper for just organizing your ideas and some of the things maybe you even find on this podcast. Absolutely. And if you out there listening or watching are a fan of any of these apps, especially Educlipper, we would love to hear from you. You can, of course, reach out to us on Twitter at TechEdShow or use the hashtag while we're live TechEducator. And we would love to interact with you. John and Sam and I have been running the hashtag all night. Want to give a nice uh, shout out to at F.A. Squire. Uh, hello. Thank you so much for uh, supporting us here and watching the show. We have a lot of great apps here to talk about. One of the new apps that I found, actually about 45 minutes before the show, is a weather app. And uh, was looking to see what the weather was out in Arizona where I'm going. And I heard it's hot out there, John. But it's called... It's, it's hot. <laughs> it, it's called Wonder Map. And it's a free app that actually uh, touts itself as being the best weather app on the App Store. And I'm starting to believe it. Um just by putting in your, your, you know, have the iPad find me, it gives you every single little detail about the weather, all the different times, all the different time zones. If I hit the play button here, it takes a couple seconds, but it actually puts your Doppler map in, and it can show you all the hurricanes and all the, all the great stuff. Obviously, if I do the bullet, it'll locate where I am here, and it says that I'm in the Philadelphia area, and it shows you all the local temperatures. I can, of course, zoom in here, and it gives me all the little details of, you know, even street level, it tells you what the temperatures are. So it's a really, really neat app. Of course, if I can uh, pinch out and, and, and broaden my zoom here, it shows you just about every little piece of weather out there and you know again good for science good for you know learning on it but i think this is a, so much better of an app than i'll say even the apple weather app there's just a lot of neat features about this and again i've only been playing with this for maybe 10 minutes and uh it's it's pretty pretty decent here so that one again is called wonder map w u n d e r m a p and uh, we'll, of course, make sure that all of these things are over in our show notes. It'll be techeducatorpodcast.com slash 20 for episode 20. John, can we get a, an applause for that one? Oh, I'm sorry. I was going – I already tweeted that out for everybody, but <laughs> maybe we could maybe we could even play around with the idea. We could make a little clipboard for people and we could put that on the show notes too. I make a little edge of clipper board. I would, I would love to have, uh, have you – Take care of the, the techeducatorpodcast.com slash I, – I mean we can make it up so it's techeducatorpodcast.com slash educlipper. And, that would be uh, cool. We can certainly make that up and uh, let us know. Would you like to have all of these apps on Educlipper? Um, again, at Tech Ed Show and uh, we would love to hear from you. We've got uh, – what do we got here? A dozen or so people watching at the moment. Thank you so much. We're here every single Sunday at 730. John, what's the next app that you have? Oh, okay. I only had prepared two, but here, let me show you. I'm going to screen share one for you. So here we go. I'm always prepared. Okay, so I was going to show you this one, and uh, this is actually what I was talking about before. And this is another I, – I don't know why. I, maybe it's because the teacher seems so um, uh, just taken with our organizing apps because Lisa Johnson, Tech Chef for you and I, we can throw some apps at you if you give us a week-long session. So this is a Listly I just made, and so I guess I will show the site called Listly. But on here you can see that there's the live slide. And then this is the um, – these are all the links to 
the article that I was talking about before. And it's really simple to go ahead and add some of the things. Let me go ahead and um, show you how it's done here. I'll just go with one of the links I have open. So on here, I have on Listly, I have a little bookmarklet that's right here. And I, I wish I had one of those highlighted cursors right now. But um, all you do to get your, you sign up for an account, and then all you do to get the bookmarklet over is you just go like this, and it says it has little, of course, I'm in Google Chrome, but if you do this add to Listly, it will go ahead and see how the little plus button comes up, and then you can go right there, and it will put in. So then you can add any website, and you can kind of get a nice little visual bookmarking for what you need. So if I go back to the Listly list, let's say I wanted to add live slide to this list. All I'm going to do is I'm going to hit add to Listly, and it's going to pop up a little thing. And you can change these pictures around. I don't think that these pictures have anything to do with it. And then you can go ahead and look at whatever list, and these are all my lists. Uh, you can go ahead and you can make a, a new one straight in there, or you can go ahead and just add it to one that you already have. Let me just go ahead here. I'm going to add it in this one, can't plug and play tech tools, and I'm going to list it. And then that's it. You're done. And you can tweet out the item. You can share it on Facebook, or you could go right to this one. And as long as I'm there, this is what we're using. So I was actually going through and trying to add a little um, get together for um, the teachers at Camp Plug and Play. This list is lame. But <laughs> as I look at it, I must have forgotten about that one. But anyway, you can see that on Listly, it's just got some different things. Look, here's one. Oh, here's one of my favorites. And Meg Wilson is awesome. Book creation on the iPad. And you can look up just lists that other people have already curated for you. And I can speak for Meg because I was in her session. This is her favorite book creator app right here, book creator for the iPad. And it's $4.99, but I know that that's Meg's favorite and that she likes it a lot. But anyway, so it's just a good idea for teachers to go ahead and share different lists. And I think for me right now, I am at 50, yes, 50 different lists. I'm an, uh, uh, just a addict for this one. But so the one that I used was I just took Allison's cool article and made it into a listly. And that's what I did. Because <laughs> what else do I have to do in my spare time? <laughs> but anyway, that one's called Listly, and I think that uh, that's another one, just a different edge clipper, a little less visual, but good for teachers to share resources. Nice, Sam. I see you have a, a, a very popular one over there, don't you? <laughs> well, well, Sam's not here, but uh, I wanted to take a minute to tell you about an amazing app for designing your own movies, Jeff. Would it, would it, would it be okay if I talk to you for a little while? Uh, yeah. Who is this? Oh, boy. Uh -oh. It's just me, Jeff. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought Sam was getting exercised there for a second. Okay. Uh, hi, Waka. How are you doing? I'm doing really great, and uh, I made a movie this week. Uh, you you made a movie. Uh, it's it's called the Teacher's Puppet, and uh, it, I was it, able to use the iMovie app to make this. Do you you know the iMovie app, don't you, Jeff? Is this like a horror movie, or is this what is this? What's the genre here? The the genre I think was called retro spy or something like that. <laughs> so and, so you're you're like a character actor. Well, of of course, you you expect nothing less from me, right? Yeah, he's he walk is multidimensional. Yeah, at least three. <laughs> but the 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 great thing about this app was it allows you to drop in your own footage, and it creates the uh, the headers, 
and you can even ch change the uh, titles of it. So, you know, you end up with a really slick looking product that honestly, I don't think a puppet without hands could pull off by himself. <laughs> Look at that face. He's gorgeous. But uh, I wouldn't want to spoil the whole thing. It's over a minute long, you know, so. I, I think the audience out there would like to see the whole. Th okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, it, it's pretty good. We'll include a link to it to the show notes. But, you know, it's amazing when what you can do is really just take a template and drop some shots into it. And at the end, you've got a really slick looking movie. And at the same time, it requires you to do all of the work of storyboarding and planning out and changing the titles and really putting something together. So with students, it really strikes a good balance between, you know, fun work that creates product quickly and still having to write and plan and do all the work of story building. Now, uh, Waka, I understand that you've been creating your own website. Is there a, is there a Waka website coming up, I understand? <laughs> We're not allowed to talk about it too much. Corporate hasn't really given us the go-ahead on that because it's not it's not quite set yet. We're still looking for some sponsorship and whatnot. But there's oh, I'm upside down. <laughs> that was wild. Yeah, there there's there's big plans afoot, Jeff. Big plans. Uh, Waka, how, how have you been enjoying your? I can't believe I'm still talking to the puppet. Waka, how have you been enjoying the summertime? I've been enjoying it pretty well, but generally it's been so hot my fluff is nearly melted no matter where I'm at. And uh, and what about your eye sockets? Are, are they holding up okay? They are, thanks for asking. The hot melt glue is still intact, so it hasn't gotten that hot, I guess. That's 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 great. That's um... you're, you're much more sensitive to those issues than I'd expect, Jeff. I'm impressed. <laughs> so I'd like to talk about a, well, maybe one more app if we can here, moving on from the puppet. Bye. <laughs> bye, Waka. Bye-bye. Uh, going back and forth here. Um, you know, about a month or... Is it a month and a half or so um, ago, we decided to update the TeacherCast app. And I had a lot of great uh, feedback from it. And I want to say thank you to everybody who has downloaded it. I think I've got over twelve or 14,000 downloads of the new app which is awesome, but for those of you who haven't taken a chance to see it, it's uh, done by our friends over at School Info App, and you can find this at teachercast.net slash android, or teachercast.net slash ios, which uh, is great. Um, you can find it for both Apple and Android. We have push notifications, so we can uh, let you know when we're doing broadcasts or interviews or where we're going to be live. You can, of course, have access to all of our great TeacherCast websites. You can check out our calendar. Now, the calendar is really, was really cool because we were actually doing some uh, events at ISTE where we were basically playing like a Where's Waldo thing where I was pu doing push notifications and saying, Hey, we're, uh, we're over here by the Samsung booth. If you can find us, we'll give out some free Samsung stuff or free T-shirts from TeacherCast or, Hey, meet Waka the Puppet. It was a really, really neat deal there. So lots of neat things. Of course, we've got some pictures here. If you haven't seen our broadcasting booth yet, um, we have a little TeacherCast broadcasting booth. So lots of great stuff on the TeacherCast app. Again, that's teachercast.net slash app or slash Android 
or slash iOS, depending on uh, where you fit in the world. So lots of good stuff over there. And again, thank you guys out there so much for supporting it. Like I said, I think right now we've got over 50,000 total downloads. And I think we're at about twelve or 14,000 on this update, which means, uh, you know, get your, uh, get your butt over to the iTunes store and, uh, and, and update it for us here. Lots of good stuff happening. And again, thank you to our friends over at School Info App. Sam? Are you there? Yes. Now, let me ta- ask you guys here, because, I mean, I know John is a seasoned uh, veteran of doing presentations, and Sam had a great presentation over at ISTE, and I'm going to be going out in the next few weeks to do some presentations. What advice do you guys have for somebody like myself who maybe is going into their first major, major speech or major presentation how do you prepare? How does it work? And uh, what do you guys do to get ready? John, do you want to start with this one? I think you're, <laughs> you're more seasoned I, than I am. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, for me, all right. So uh, being a total veteran of keynotes, as I have done two, two? <laughs> two. I did one, though, that was uh, in, back in February, and um you know, I guess the the biggest thing for me was I just had to kind of sit back and you just kind of have to think of a good message that you want to give and just be true to yourself. And uh, I'm actually being honest here and answering the question honestly. But I, I just, I, I just looked for something that I be, I believed in. And you've been working for this your whole life, Jeff. So when you go through and do this, just make sure that your message is the one you've got. You, you never know when you're going to get another chance. I probably will never get another chance to keynote, but at that one, at least I thought I did a pretty good job. And I had a lot of people come up to me afterwards and, and say that they appreciated that. I, I kind of focused on myself and just said that, you know, failure is an option and I'm just kind of a regular failure doofus, but I keep trying and I'm going to keep trying to teach the best I can. And that's, and that was my message, and uh, I told them that any of them could do it just as well as I could. So there you go. Well put. Sam? Well, you know, I, I think John's whole idea of really speaking from the heart and, uh, you know, talking about your own experience is really important because, you know, the, the thing about educators who come to tech is that so many of them bring with them this mythology that the tech people are experts in one way or another. And, you know, we're all working in things that didn't even exist 20 years ago. So how could any of us actually be any kind of a real expert? Um, So I think that if you, you know, share your experience and share your story and, you know, stay somewhat organized and try to give people what they pretty much walked in expecting, then you know you're likely to be really successful. Um, I think that you know striking a balance between your own story and some good information and tools is really important. And also remembering that if you talk to somebody for an hour, they're not going to walk out and remember absolutely everything you said. They're going to remember how you were. They're going to remember a couple key phrases. Um, and the other thing I found, whenever possible, use pictures of Adam Bellows's children. <laughs> D- does that that seems to be like that that seems to work though right i mean that that's that's what's what you do oh yeah you know show pictures of children that are cute and um speak or from pop- your own heart and you everything else kind of falls into place 
puppets also. Llamas work too. So wait, wait a minute. Now, is it possible, John, to have a great keynote and include a puppet in your presentation? Yes, I, I think so. I think so, and I think Waka might be available for that one. He might he might be able to just take a bus down to uh, Phoenix for that one. FedEx, it's not that far. Is, is, is it a FedEx bus, or do you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah, or FedEx. <laughs> now, now, I don't ride no bus, John. Hey, Waka, <laughs> you were you hey were there. listening. You don't ride a bus. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know what? In fact, I was driving through West Texas and I saw a bus uh, pull over in a couple of the gas stations I was at, and it looked like a shady, shady bunch on those buses. They looked. I was like, oh boy, I, I'm glad I'm not riding the bus. I'm glad I rented a car. Um, Waka, I, I noticed I, again. You know, you and I have a have a good conversation here and a good relationship, but uh, you were in the position of standing on the podium for a keynote speech. What was that? <laughs> Granted, it was six hours earlier than the keynote, right? Or, you know, but it, what, that was true. What was that like? <laughs> and what were you preparing to say as you were there watching? Um, nobody else in the room. Well, I, I had totally underprepared. I didn't really have good enough notes to work from. In fact, if you go back and watch the video, I, I totally flubbed it. I didn't even know what George Coros did or why he was there. <laughs> uh, so I really recommend doing your homework ahead of time, maybe having some notes, maybe rehearsing once or twice. Uh, what Sam did for this last one was brilliant. He got himself stranded in an airport all night long the night before, so he had plenty of time to go over his speech time and time again in between <laughs> wondering what the heck he was doing and how he could possibly do this on three hours of sleep. Now, now, Waka, I noticed that when Sam did his presentation, he hand-writ all of his slides. Do you do the same thing? Uh-oh. It's, John, it's John, John, do you want to talk to me? Because, like, <laughs> Jeff's hurting my feelings here. I think maybe maybe you and I could talk and see eye to eye. I know you've had puppet issues, but I'm, he I'm, keeps bringing up this hands thing time and time again. It's every week he gets in with the hands, doesn't he? Just He just keeps getting you. I'm sorry, Waka. I apologize. It's a, it's a for constant it. smackdown. <laughs> Waka, I keep forgetting. I'm sorry. Oh, that, that's okay, Jeff. I have feelings, even though I can't use hands to feel, man. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. Um, yeah, where do you go from there? I don't know. What's right? Way? You want to see me wrestle the cat? <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't. My. <laughs> Wasn't it Alf who always went after and tried to eat the cat? That was Alf. Total hero of mine. He's a okay. I just totally Alfed out. Wah! What was that that you just picked up? <laughs> anyway, if you're out there and you're bored, please uh, subscribe to this show on iTunes. <laughs> uh, I think I got everything working here. Let me just give this a quick shout out to that page. All oh, right. Uh oh, I'm I'm not on the same. Waka, I'm not showing that on TV. <laughs> I am not showing that on TV. Oh Waka, my gosh, it's Discovery Channel. Waka, I am attack. not... Okay, Waka. F.A. <laughs> uh, Squire, if you're out there, this is... I apologize for this. I'm so sorry. 
So, if you are busy this week... And Come back next week where the dog attacks me. <laughs> you can certainly check out our website each and every day, techeducatorpodcast.com. You can click on the links, such as this fan, fine episode here that we did last year, last week, my goodness, which is techeducatorpodcast.com slash 19. And when this pulls up here, you will see that we have not only the audio, but the video, but of course all of our show notes right here, Tech Educator Podcast slash 19, and if our computer was working, it would pop up. But you can see here we have our show notes, we have links to teachercast.tv where you can find everything, you can download, you can play, and you can also, of course, subscribe right here on the right side to not only TeacherCast, not only Instructional Tech Talk, but Techlandia as well and the Tech Educator Podcast. We would certainly love to have you as a subscriber. And also down here, you can sign up for our newsletter. We actually have quite a few people, guys, that have signed up for our, our newsletter. And I think it's about time that we send out our first newsletter after 20 episodes. We can certainly I was going to say, oh, we got to write a newsletter then. Huh? We have a newsletter to write. So <laughs> lots of good stuff happening over here at the Tech Educator Podcast. Um, you know, I guess we kind of danced around this in the show but we didn't talk about uh, our missing link tonight. Can we say something about where our other co-host is? Is that a- I was I was hoping you would. I was I had the sound effect ready the whole time. Um, we of course, you know, usually have four people on this show. See, I was waiting for people to listen to the whole thing. But okay. we of course usually have four people on this show: myself, John, and Sam. But our uh, our brother in, in 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 broadcasting here, Mr. Jeff Herb, he just got married yesterday. And he's a very happy boy right now. <laughs> and so he will not be with us today. Oh, it, it stopped. <laughs> Google, gosh, Google Hangout, thanks for working. Okay, there it goes. And uh, so we, of course, wish him the best. We, we told him that we wanted to have some pictures on the show today to uh, of the wedding to, uh, to, to, to show off to the audience the... the, the seven or eight people who are watching right now but uh, we have yet to receive said paparazzi photos from our informants uh, we tried to broadcast it we even offered to have a, a muppet of ceremonies but uh, he didn't want that either I guess he needed somebody that can hold the um oh never mind I, I can still hear you <laughs> Sam you're on camera and so- <laughs> So, uh, Jeff, Jeff, I'm told, will be back in, in two weeks. I think he's taking next week off again for his, his, his fabulous honeymoon. Hashtag Antigua. John? Yes. John? John I, yes. Oh, sorry. Ha- wow. That's and my so, Antigua music. And so uh, Jeff will certainly be back in two weeks where I believe the topic will be uh, nuptials tech. And we'll go into all of the stuff that, 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 you know, how all those things are. So if you are out... <laughs> Please join us each and every Sunday night at 7 o'clock right here on TeacherCast.tv. Again, follow us online at TechEdShow. John, what do you have coming up this week in Techlandia world? I understand you guys have been officially migrated over to the, um, the, um, the, the, where are you going right now? The EdReach network? EdReach.us? No, we're not officially migrated, and that's one of my problems is I need to officially, it needs to be, it's on me that we haven't migrated over, but we will be, and our first official podcast will be on Tuesday at 8.30 Central Standard Time. We'll have a Google Hangout where we will have Sam and uh, 
<laughs> we'll have Sam's good friends Brad Wade and Drew Minock on, and they'll be talking augmented reality from Podstock. And then also Allison, uh, my co-host, and I will be doing uh, a mentor mob uh, as part of the EdReach One to One iPad initiative, and it's um, July thirty first at seven p.m. Central Standard Time. So we've got some stuff in the works uh, after we broadcast on Tuesday. I don't know what we'll do, but we've got to make up for lost time because we've been we've been missing some podcasts here and there. Nice. Uh, Mentor Mob is a great, 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 great I love Mentor uh, Mob. Uh, Podcast.teachercast.net slash Mentor Mob. Lots of good stuff over there. And, yeah, Waka, how you doing over there? I'm good. Good, good, good. Big week on Patui this week. You want to hear about it? Yes, but you need your lower third, so let me get you up there. There we go. There's the Patui. <laughs> well, Thanks. actually, That's for you, it's like the lower four fifths. But yes, go ahead. <laughs> you know it, baby. <laughs> so this week on Patui, that's the Pedagogy and Technology Chat on Tuesday. We're going to be talking about student writing in the Common Core standards. So anybody who teaches anything now has to have their students write. This ought to be good. We're going to be talking about how teachers can meet those goals and what tech tools might be able to help them out. So check us out Tuesday, 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern, on hashtag Patui. Excellent. And, of course, we we wish you very good luck this week, Waka. I see you have a new background there. Yes, yes, it's amazing, isn't it? It, uh, it's like a green screen, but it's not a green screen, right? <laughs> right, right. It's like the ungreen screen. It's almost like you're getting a mug shot. And uh, before okay. we go, Waka, I do want to say thank you. You were, you and I, I mean, we should, you know, we're friends off camera. I know we pick on each other a lot here, but you were actually a guest on TeacherCast podcast number 96, that uh, we will be pop- we will be popping out actually next week. Um, Waka and I actually did a what was it about a fifteen minute long interview or so um, over a teacher cast. So we are right now trying to edit that down, and uh, I've asked Waka to come up with a few um, uh, cinematic. Uh, I was going to say cinematic shorts, but that sounds kind of awful. But Waka, fo- focus, focus, Waka. Sorry, sorry. And uh, I actually got a chance to interview Waka. Walker, focus. And uh, I interviewed okay, I Walker, you. of course, and uh, all of your other friends. Did, did they say anything after the interview? Edu Felon was pretty quiet, but that he usually is. I mean, <laughs> he just doesn't talk that much. And uh, who else was on there? Uh, yeah, they loved it. They they well, Dewey, Dewey, hello, <laughs> Dewey, you're not on right now. But I want to be on. No, you're not on this show, Dewey. But but why not? So so we've got a we've got a situation here, Jeff. But Dewey, I'm sure would love to. I love Jeff. <laughs> Dewey, I'm sure would love to talk to you more in the future. But right now he's supposed to be taking a nap. <laughs> And uh, we will let him take a nap. Um, first of all, thank you guys so much out there for, for checking us out. You can, of course, find us many different ways. You can leave us a voicemail if you'd like over at techeducator. Uh, techeducatorpodcast.com slash voicemail. You can email us at feedback 
at Tech Educator Podcast. And, of course, you can find us on Twitter at Tech Ed Show. And if you are out there, we would certainly love for you to go to techeducatorpodcast.com slash iTunes and go to this screen right here, and you can subscribe to all of these fiascos. I mean, all of our great broadcasts. And, of course, we love it when you catch us live each and every Sunday night right here at uh, teachercast.tv. Let me see if I can screen some things around here. Thank you so much out there for watching. My name is Jeff Bradbury, and of course you can find me over at teachercast.net and follow us at Twitter at teachercast. Uh, Speaking, yeah. Anyway, have a good night, everybody, (laughs) and enjoy your summer. I can't believe we're going out to Arizona to talk about all this great stuff. I will catch you guys out there at the Authentic Learning Conference, and uh, we'll see you then. Have a great night, and enjoy the week, everybody.